0: drop? listening to Storyfort Presents Voices of Treefort Music Fest, a weekly podcast that dives into the stories behind Boise's Festival of Discovery. Treefort Music Fest brings in hundreds of artists from all over the globe every March and we're here to tell you about all things Treefort. Today we're going to talk to Marissa Weppner and Dr. Celeste Boland, who are <laughs> the people in charge. You I'm really going to call to you doctor. That? Yeah, okay. why not? You've earned it. They are the founders of Yoga Fort, underneath the Tree Fort umbrella. And they're with us today to share a little bit about their origin story and how Yoga Fort came to be and uh, why yoga is important and why we should all be doing it. So, uh, Marissa, would you like to start a little bit? How How did
1: Yoga Fort come to be? Yoga Fort came to be in its second year. I would say from Celeste and I, before... Experiencing Treefort. We've been to many festivals and we traveled a lot around to different music festivals, one of them being a, a large yoga festival. So we had this experience of what a large yoga festival mm. was like. And which one was that? That was Wanderlust. Oh, okay. But then other music festivals too along the East Coast. And then so Treefort was like our hometown version of that. And I remember the first year that Treefort I remember the the uh, like the whisperings that this music festival was going to happen and how exciting that was going to be and at the time I was a um, DJ for Radio Boise Mm -hmm. and a lot of the early founders for Tree Fort were from Radio Boise, Lori, Eric, Stephanie, Elizabeth, Megan, Matt and probably more Mm -hmm. that I'm forgetting of. And so, um, Tree Fort happened, and it was incredible. Oh my gosh, it was one of the best festival experiences I think I've ever had in my entire life. It was so good. And those people I just named, I was new to Boise, so I knew that crew, but I didn't really know them, but I knew them from being around Radio Boise. And I remember the last day, the last night of Treefort Music Fest. It was a Sunday, and we were at the Nurlux, and um, the cave, the cavemen, no, what were they called? it'll come to me. The Cave (laughs) Something had just finished playing. And I didn't know Lori, but I grabbed her by the shoulders. and like, thank you so much. That was one of the best experiences of my entire life. I can't believe it. It was so good. And just kind of like gushed because it was incredible. And then when I went back to the radio show, I kept playing artists that I would say this band would be a great, The Cave Singers. That was the band. Anyways, this band would be a great Tree Fort Music Fest number two. Next year, this band would be great at Tree Fort. Next year, this band would be great at Tree Fort. And I would just say that because I was inspired and I had um, access to all this great music through the radio show. And then one day, Lori, she must have been listening and she said, Hey, I like your taste in music and the things that you're suggesting. I want you to be on the artist committee. So she invited me to be a member of the. Private secrets artist committee which is a group of about 10 of us who pick at that time we did a lot more um, than we do now but pick the bands and pick the lineups and pick the venues and so the 10 of us throughout the year would get together to figure out the scheduling and the music and became really close through that and then like I was saying Celeste and I had these other experiences at festivals so I would say to the group you know I think the Festival goals were just like a yoga class. Like we could just add, offer a class and it would feel good for them. I think that they would like to take a yoga class at some point during the festival, It'd be good. A great way to reset. Like, can't we just give them a yoga class? Cause I'm a yoga teacher as well as like in, have all this interest in music. So all year long, I would say that to the artist committee. And then about two weeks out from the festival, I remember standing in the record exchange with Eric and I said the same thing again. And he said, okay let's do that Sweet. let's figure that out and then like the next day megan said you can have saturday and sunday at the shrine at 8 a.m or maybe it was nine i can't I quite nine I, yeah it's early, I, was I, was gonna early. Say I think i i think i got early. there at eight yeah. and the classes at nine and, she, and i was just like done definitely we'll do it yeah. and then i reached out to celeste and i said so we could teach classes at tree Ford. i'll do a yoga class one day and you do a dance class because she's doctor the dance commander (laughs) (laughs) and i love her dance classes so much and so that was kind of yoga for year one in the second year where we had the shrine saturday and sunday and it was just celeste and i self-promoting like two weeks out and we played i made like a playlist of tree fort artists on my and like iTunes to play for the yoga class and then she did a dance class with a similar kind of vibe and there was maybe like 25 or 30 people there we thought well oh, this is a great success and we told you know, the artist committee and the leadership that and we also said you know if you let us plan this I think we could do it really well like if we could start planning it now like how we plan tree fort we could call it yoga fort and uh, and let's just try it And they said to their credit sure like you figure out how to fund it and we'll support you on the back end and let's go and so they gave us the linen building friday saturday sunday and we got local sponsors and a few from our contacts from traveling and teaching out there in the world and really wanted to bring the local community together, the local studios and teachers and give them a platform and then bring in a teacher, like a a larger teacher that we had a lot of respect for. And out there in our travels too, we'd met a lot of really great yoga musicians that play for a lot of classes and so we invited them also and it was a mission of yoga fort from the beginning to have all the classes paired with live music and mm. so all every class and offering had that elements too and then we've grown from there we were in the linen building just one year right yeah just once then we went to the rose room and then the rose room like two years and then finally we went to jump and i think this is going to be like our fourth year at jump yeah i think so and that's the perfect spot i remember when jump finally got finished being built Celeste and I were like, if we could get Yoga Fort up there, that would be the best thing ever. It's so spacious
0: and the windows. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of blown away when I walked over there last year to find the Story Fort crossover event. I'm forgetting now what it was called. (laughs) The mythology of yoga. The mythology of yoga. And I walked in and was floored at how packed the room was. And how enthusiastic everyone was about this the music and the yoga. It was awesome. And, of course, having, I think, I definitely benefit from having yoga at Treefort because you do need that time to recharge, mm-hmm. you know. And being able to go in there and do an hour of asana before I had to go, you know, open up some other thing, reading that we were doing in the hawaii it was awesome. It was really fantastic. And I could see that everyone in the room was affected and feeling the good vibes and the energy and the recharging. And mm, yeah. so, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for You're coming. Welcome.
2: It was great. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's hard sometimes to motivate to get over that hump. There's many of our friends that, you know, are out, and Marissa and I are too, most of the time, till 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., listening to music that's amazing. And so, like, getting them to be like, you really want to be here at 10 a.m. You really do. Like, this is going to make you feel incredible like you're gonna have to trust us and I don't know any of them that aren't like whoa I am actually so very much like back in the vibe back ready to go out there and see some more music or do whatever it is as part of the festival and that like feeling that you can even just come and lay on the ground and just absorb like you said the good feelings that are there anyway is such I don't know I think it's just really a big gift of community that reinforces a lot of why Treefort does what it does you know to help people connect with each other and connect to music and art and culture in boise mm-hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely uh i can't remember who was playing for that too the
0: huge stage what of, was
1: the setup like do you remember it was a
0: huge stage with yep. with multiple i guess it's, musicians it's sheila and her band
1: yeah sheila and brent and clinton and nilam jeet our musicians yes, that we've that met. sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. So now,
0: do you have the same people come every year, or new people come play the festival? It's There's some
1: that we love, like the ones that we just mentioned. Masood Ali Khan's been mm-hmm. here several times. Soul Rising, DJ Soul Rising's been many times. East Forest has been many times. Kai Sar has been many times, and it, part of that is because it works so well, and they're so pro, and it's so good. It's almost like, who could we get that's better? We don't even know. Mm. And they're our friends. Now <laughs> we've been working with them over the years, probably the past six or seven years. So we, they love it too. And they often say to us, this is one of our best festival experiences and they want to come back. Whereas you might've heard from other musicians on their end too, it's hard on musicians. It's hard on bands. They don't feel well respected or um, like they get the treatment that they would like, but it's different at Tree Fort. And they really do, and they're elevated, and they feel that you speak about the audiences and the bands
0: having negative experience sometimes. Are you talking about like when people talk during shows, and and oh. and the lack of the lack of uh, attention that's paid? Because no. I know in yo in the yoga fort, everyone's really quiet, yeah. you know, unless they're chanting.
2: Ooh, you may haven't seen my class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I was just gonna say like there's the full spectrum of experience. It's really important to us as well. We've added meditation, we've got kirtan, which is um, like a singing or a chanting. There's classes that um, are really, they look like a wild, crazy dance party where it's super high energy, like as high energy as I see any dance floor, anytime, Mm -hmm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some really restorative grounding, and then some just fun, quirky ones. Our friend Gordon last year, like, put on a rock and roll outfit, and we had... Um, Green Zoo. Yeah, like 6, oh, six I models. love that Cover bands. Yeah, so nice. Thomas and his band, the Green mm-hmm. Zoo, amazing. Played some rock covers, and Gordon ran from the back of the room all the way up the <laughs> stage with this big back bend with his microphone, and it was so fun, silly, and raucous. And oh, he's that's a, so he's cool. And he's an amazing yoga teacher. It was also a really beautiful asana practice with a lovely message, but it was elated, you know, and mm-hmm. it was really... Playful and oh, fun! That's mm-hmm. lovely. That's lovely. So then you were talking about the
0: dancing aspect of it. What is this dance battle? I just heard about it, but I've never. I'm kind of new to the festival, okay. Uh, so I don't. I don't know all the elements. It's so, amazing.
2: The Tree <laughs> Fort annual dance battle. So this will be. We're coming into the dance battles G-4. happened
1: every single year. Yeah, this is Tree Fort Nine, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So this will be the ninth dance battle. Um, it used to take place, well, it's taking place all over the place, and the concept is pretty straightforward. It is an open-to-anybody dance-off. So you pair up, and we have a DJ, and they play a song, and everybody gets, you know, you start with maybe a couple of minutes, and then it goes down to 30 seconds, and you're paired one-to-one. So one person dances, they do their thing, then another person dances and do their thing, and then the audience votes based on applause, who moves on to the next round. And so it whittles down until eventually there's just one person that's battled it out with everybody that's come
1: and the energy of it is like it should be like slash comedy for absolutely events <laughs> yeah. it's taken like very light performance lightly. art like yes. expression for it. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: like uh get your freak flag out for it <laughs> there's um been clogging up there oh my gosh there's been like I, don't, I guess it would be like modern dance or contemporary dance or i don't know just like wild self-expression and movement just and, go ahead oh well and it used to be that it was all ages and there still is now two dance battles. There's a kid fort dance battle and there's the tree fort dance battle and we've made it so it's leveled out a little bit in age which is great Mm because the first ones have all been won by kids which is phenomenal there's still kid winners in the kid fort one um but the adults
1: wanted a chance to win too kind of or and you felt
2: bad you're like (laughs) that kid is amazing there was this amazing little boy in a like a this sparkly dress i think that was actually a kid (laughs) Fort dance yeah just killed it and everybody's like i'm not battling that that's amazing that kid wins you know (laughs) so um now that it's two separate ones it still has that same vibe of self-expression but we've gotten these we had a pair that entered once that was like acro like throwing each other around and then ones that have been really like i don't know like you it's probably a kid that mostly dances around in my mind in like their bedroom in front of a mirror and has never danced on a stage it's like this is my (laughs) moment to shine and everybody's just so supportive it's really fun um there's a dance collection in town i guess dance crew called Corvette Dance and they've helped me to emcee it and put it together these last couple of years. They're really fun and have that same vibe of Everybody gets up there and expresses themselves. And we have prizes, and Mm -hmm. the crowd cheers along.
1: And like Celeste said, it's kind of bounced around different locations in Mm -hmm. Tree Fort. We were just talking yesterday. We think we're going to put it on the Yoga Fort main stage on Sunday and, like, slot it into our program. I think that'll be a good home for it. I think so, too. It's, like, snowed. It's often been outside. (laughs) And you know how the weather is in March during Tree Fort. It's um, a little schizophrenic and goes all over the place. All So unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you're in shorts, and other times you're in,
0: well, you just have to be in layers, Period. Yeah. But, you know, you've got your puffy coat on going into packed venues and you just never know. But it's still worth it. It's still fun. So it's uh, I heard that uh, Yoga Fort is actually the largest yoga fest in Idaho. Oh, for sure. Now.
1: Well, I think Absolutely. we could make this trophy claim of like the only.
0: Is it the only? That's what I was going <laughs> to ask because I wasn't sure what it was being measured against. I don't
1: against. know. I'm going to do a quick scan. <laughs> I don't think that there's any other yoga festivals we have had over the years, like tiny little Boise area. Yoga festivals. I remember one year, years ago, we had it at a. Bogus. We had it at Bogus, but what was that? What was the vegetarian restaurant tea house that's not oh, there anymore? Yeah, up off of Federal Way. I can't <gasps> think of it.
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about,
1: yeah, too. I can see it in my mind, but yeah, I don't the it's the Divine Lotus Tea Company? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Well, anyways, in the grass there, we had it like a quote unquote yoga festival, oh, right? Okay. But this is, I would say, Boise's or Idaho's only yoga festival. And. Yes, then it's the largest. And <laughs> we try to be as inclusive as possible. Like I said, when we started, we really wanted to reach out to the local community and studio te- studio owners and teachers and give them this opportunity to teach on a big stage with live music, which is a rare treat. One that Celeste and I have mm-hmm. when we go out and travel, but so many here don't get that chance. Mm-hmm. And so creating it that here for everybody and I've heard just some beautiful stories from teachers who have had that experience and how meaningful it's been to them. And so then this year, too, we've wanted to broaden that even more. Like, how can we get even more studios involved and more local teachers involved and have them embrace Yoga Fort as ours, like all mm, of ours mm-hmm. collectively. Right. Right. Because I, you know, like with anything, there can be like, well, that's theirs, and I don't do that yeah. mentality. And right. we were trying our best to break that down. Like, no, this is for all of us, all ages, all abilities, all styles of yoga. Mm-hmm. So come, come and play that's and wonderful. have fun with us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that inclusivity. It's so funny too because I feel like new studios are popping up. I have yeah. I've been out of practice for a while. I got. Um, I'm. I'm registered and did the Boise School of Yoga with Kendra Ickes and mm-hmm. Brittany mm-hmm. McConnell. McConnell. And of course, that that's no longer anymore. And so I've been kind of on the hunt for a new studio and finishing doing other things in my life. So I haven't had a chance to really get back to it yet. But this, the next six months are all about you know, finding that again. And so I started looking on the web, and I was like, oh, my God. So many. There are so so how did this? Ha- I mean, it's wonderful that it happened. But mm-hmm. I remember when I first started practicing, I was like 15 or 16 years old, and it was in a basement mm-hmm. at the Congregational yeah. Church in McCall. And coincidentally, it was with Marcy Midnight's mm-hmm. aunt. Oh, that's she's funny. the person who taught me. Marcy first- Midnight is a featured
2: teacher she of is. this, this year's yoga. To- oh, is she? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, she's she fantastic. Is, like uh, that's. I mean, I don't want to derail and we can go back there, but like what Marissa's saying, like that's a huge intention of. This year, just reminding everybody that this is Boise's yeah. yoga festival to offer yeah. to everybody that comes here for Tree Fort. Like let's show them how how we do here. Yeah. And so Marcy is was invited and we really want her to be seen as she is as like our featured one of our featured instructors of Yoga Fort.
1: With that yeah. too, with the yogis coming to participate in Yoga Fort, a dual intention has been to get the yoga community into the music scene mm. and into Tree Fort. So we've had that crossover. And um, thresholds breaking for the past few years of people who were like, well, oh, tree fort's not for me. I don't do that. I don't go to the bands and I don't see the music. And now then they do yoga fort and then now they do do tree fort. It, it brings them in. Yeah. It welcomes them in, it welcomes right? Them in. It's like well, a gateway. Yes. Yeah,
2: Marissa calls it the heart chakra of of tree fort you know the heart chakra being the one that's all about love as you would as you would think and connection and community Mm -hmm. and we um last year it was a beautiful crossover the whole opening of the whole tree fort music fest the opening ceremony for the entire festival was east forest and he did one of his ceremonies Mm. it was absolutely gorgeous it's in it was in the shrine
1: in the shrine yeah it was, yeah, it was the, the first concert in the shrine yeah. on Wednesday
2: in the middle of the room he sets up in the middle of the room and everybody's around in a circle it's really beautiful it's a really grounding incredible way to start the experience of a multi-days with friends and connection and community and music and food and stories and all the you know multitude of things that are out there so it's been really integrated in that way of mm-hmm. like inviting that mindful culture into all the different parts Mm -hmm. um and i really think it's amazing that the tree fort you know leadership treats all the 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 other forts just as with just as much intention and like attention as well as any as any of the bands you know in music venues it Mm -hmm. feels really good yeah, I think the kind of the crossover event thing
0: is really mm-hmm. wonderful too. Yeah, it uh, it 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 gives people who kind of have a focus. Well, I'm just going to go see the music, or I'm going to go listen to stories, or I'm going to do yoga. As you said, you're kind of integrated mm-hmm. into this whole um, experience that takes place, mm-hmm. and then it, you know everything becomes so novel and exciting, and you're seeing new things and experiencing new things, and it's it's just it's just the coolest thing ever.
1: Yeah, and with that too, there was I heard a rumor last year. That you couldn't get into Yoga Fort unless you had a Yoga Fort wristband, and that's not true. Oh, so if you have I'm just your Tree Fort wristbands, that gets you into Yoga Fort. The Yoga Fort wristband is for folks who want to come to Yoga Fort, but maybe don't want to go to Tree Fort. So you can just come and go to Yoga Fort, and here's your wristbands. But if you get the Tree Fort wristbands, you also get into Yoga Fort. The Yoga Fort wristband just gets you kind of like first access into mm. the space, and. With the intentionality of being so community-based, we've um, kept the price of it really low, I think. I I mean, it's like 75 bucks for the three days. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Of classes packed from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. When you consider
0: one class, depending on the studio, somewhere between 15 and $20 generally, right? I mean, that's a screaming deal. It's a
1: screaming deal. Yeah. It's a screaming deal. Yeah. Yeah. How many people would you
0: say attend Yoga Fort in whole? Have you been able to kind of... We track
1: that
2: yeah we we see in and out of the venue so we usually count the classes um it's about like 1200 people but many of those could be they could be repeats you know those are just mm-hmm. i if thought we it add was
1: 2200 oh was it 2200 that's yeah, the number. you're probably right <laughs> you
2: remember a lot better than i do <laughs> So even if, say, half of those were repeating and going to all the classes, Mm -hmm. it's over a 1,000
1: people. But some of the classes can have about 250 Mm -hmm. in them in the jump room there. Yeah, we've had them as big as a little over 300. Yeah.
0: It's such a cool way to to, uh, thinking about it being you know, someone possibly going to see music and then winding up doing the doing the yoga thing. What a wonderful introduction to it it is yes. as well, since yoga is so important. And I really would like to talk about, you know, why yoga is important to you and why you think it's important to, to our community in Boise. Uh, you spoke to it a little bit, saying, you know, it gives a, a chance to recharge during the festival. But uh, beyond that, could you both kind of speak to to that to people who might not have any kind of understanding what yoga is or why it's important to you how it could how it could touch their lives and improve their lives in some way
2: well i think marissa is like the expert marissa is the owner of sage yoga and wellness and she's also one of the um i don't know what do you got directors of the sage yoga school what are you
1: You're yeah, a director the director the director of the sage mm-hmm. yoga
2: school and has been doing yoga for a long a long time almost
1: 20 years now i'm that old
2: we're all
0: we're all getting old, <laughs> oh, <yeah.
2: laughs>
1: but why is yoga important, and what does it do for your life? I, I think on the outside, when you haven't practiced yoga, let's say, there's the image of it as this phys- form of physical fitness, which it is in the in the asana. You said that when we started asana means posture. So when we're doing poses in a regular westernized yoga class, you are getting physical fitness type benefits. That's happening. But it's also, it's so multifaceted and multilayered. It's a way of coming into the present moment and in using your body that's in the present moment to get the mind here also. And then when the mind gets pre- present, there's all of these emotional, spiritual benefits and physical benefits that, that come into play as well. And so yoga as a tradition, as a tool, it's, I think of it like a, a scientific tool for whole self alignment, awakening, self development. It's like how I do self self awareness development work moment to moment every single day is through the practice of yoga. And that can look like postures, it can look like breathing, it can look like chanting, it can look like studying texts or listening to a teacher. It can look like being in community. It can look like all different kinds of things. And the the experience of yoga I would say is one that's this felt sense of getting really grounded and clear and restoring and rested and when you leave using your first yoga class you're often like you have two senses wow that was really hard I can't believe how hard that was and two oh my gosh I didn't know I could feel this good and for a lot of us, when we, especially like Shavasana, that corpse pose moment, when we're resting at the end, that's a new experience of like conscious rest that we don't, haven't had. We haven't had. Or we, it's very different than
0: just crashing out, yeah. right? On the sofa or yeah. the floor, passing yeah. out cold. Very mm-hmm. different. And yeah.
1: it's, so it's, it's like a meditation practice too. It's a way to get to know yourself and and like peel back all kinds of layers and do all kinds of healing. Most people come to their yoga mat, they don't know it maybe consciously that they're there for healing of some form, and that happens.
2: Absolutely. Marissa and I both went to the same original yoga school, her many years before me, like probably 15 years before me mm-hmm. anymore. And the one of the teachers there is named Don Stapleton and he teaches a form of yoga that he came up with called self-awakening yoga. And that's when Marissa was talking was what me made me really think about it, that people kind of awaken to themselves in some of these practices, just like she said, whether it's meditating or singing or doing like a yoga nidra, like a really calm yogic sleep, or like this really like kick butt, like hard posture sequence. Mm-hmm. That idea that you can awaken to your own sense of body, your, you know, mental emotional physical metaphysical spiritual body is so um, delightfully grounding as well as opens up doors for so many possibilities I think some of the things I love to hear people talk about after a movement experience I'm gonna put dance in there too I was just dance, gonna I was gonna yeah. segue into that absolutely I think it's important because I, I think dance you feel this as well is that curiosity of like oh wow mm-hmm. there's things there. just like you said that I I didn't I wasn't aware of and my knowing of it doesn't necessarily have to look like somebody telling me or me reading it in a book or being instructed it's like a feeling sense mm-hmm. that then can lead to all these other opportunities mm-hmm. and we've heard stories after yoga for it and i've heard them after yoga classes or dance classes of connections to self and then connections to other people like we were just at a community event where we wanted to set the intention of yoga fort 2020 together it was really beautiful actually we did it at jump after a yoga class and we heard a story of people saying oh i met these friends at yoga fort that now they come every year and we have this like little yoga fort like you know click not in a bad way but like click of friends and it's been a really beautiful connection and like i've traveled since beyond that and people have come to yoga fort and then made their way into marissa's classes Uh, they've made their way into my classes or they've just made their way to other festival movement or consciousness experiences around the world because they had that like opening Mm -hmm. opportunity that they didn't know it's just like breeding more curiosity of self
1: yeah yeah a simple way that's coming to mind as i listen to you talk too is like think of it like stagnation like you're stuck blocked in some places and often you don't even know that though maybe you have a, a there's an inkling of it like depression or anxiety right and then the energy through the movement of the breath work or the awareness gets freed that stagnation is freed and that's what allows that new sense of being and new possibility which is so liberating yes it's like a an, an embodied intelligence coming
0: to life oh, or totally something nice. you know to exactly. a, it's a it's kind of almost for me a wordless i think one of you said that earlier too like a wordless experience it's more of a sensation and a feeling of mm-hmm. being alive and being a part of something yes you know as 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 i'm moving and breathing just just the the sensations of moving through space it's it's uh, turn on. I don't know how to say it without sounding a little woo, mm-hmm. but but just to feel that you're actually a part of this world, that you're a yes. moving organism, yeah. and you are moving through the atmosphere and interacting with other people who aren't actually other people. They are a part <laughs> of the whole big giant cosmic organism. You yeah. know, it's like integration. Yes, and and how how life saving that is mm-hmm. and can be for people.
1: Yeah, because the barriers are coming down. We yeah, have all these yeah. shields and walls too that are habitual, and we don't even. Re- recognize have been up and then they start to come down and that is that sense of interconnection. Mm
0: -hmm. Which can also be sometimes overwhelming I think Mm -hmm. for people who aren't prepared for the you know if you have a lot of trauma stored in your body or you have you know there's that that embodied intelligence but there's also what am I trying to
1: say like how we store all that stuff we store that stuff. Most of the times when I'm um, recently maybe it's because it's been so few and far between that I get to take a class and be a student the, the cries come oh. the tears and I'm like oh there it is I'm crying again I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm crying but here they are mm-hmm. the thing I think that's why I've through. been
0: putting it off actually because uh, you know I've been I've been really busy and as I said the next six months are about getting back into my body and integrating and whatnot and I think that's been the fear is because mm-hmm. I know when I set my butt down on the <laughs> mat it's, there's going to be some overwhelm you know Damn. and and it's being open hearted to that experience and knowing that it's just going to wash through you yes. you know it's, it's all part of it it's all good stuff but um, yeah it can be a
2: little scary at the same time we have too i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna say it because it's so exciting um we're gonna have a really um i think one of the most transformational breathwork experiences of my whole life um was led by um, some good friends of ours rainbow eric and stacy it's called somatic breathwork um no it's not it's called holotropic It is a somatic experience, but it's holotropic breathwork. That's right, right? I think so. (laughs) Okay, you're correct all the way through. (laughs) It's all of it, and it's this amazing breathwork experience—literally breathing in and bringing out—with guides that is meant to help retrain some of the neural patterning that we all have the neural patterning can go lots of ways it can go into trauma ways it can go into elation ways it can go into neutral or numb ways as well but the idea is you put yourself in this breathing experience and see if you can't recode and repattern some of those neural pathways to be Mm -hmm. positive experiences and ones that you know affirm present moment awareness and a consciousness of us being the beautiful beings we are floating with all the other beautiful beings so i i think that we're even finding more impetus to find those really healing modalities that are part of the yoga umbrella that are accessible to everybody but can unlock knowing senses that nothing else perhaps can it can be really intense but also really held hopefully Mm -hmm. nobody listens to this and like i'm not going there no no way
1: (laughs) there's also a lot of just like (laughs) <laughs> laughing and silliness and um yeah and if, love if somebody's afraid to come to yoga for it my advice is the buddy system oh yeah like just come with a friend or two and then you can maybe if laugh it off if, if you're are. feeling awkward and you know you feel you'll just feel that's, that's my way through yeah, things. Yeah, and have someone to commiserate with, yeah.
0: to either be excited with or to be like, well, that was kind of, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. you know. And they or can say, yeah, that was really challenging. Or perhaps they had a different perspective mm-hmm. that can help enlighten the other person. And yeah.
1: yeah, and two, with the intention for more studios to be involved with Yoga Fort this year, Like, I would love to see... A pod from the different studios, you know, and they all come together, you know, it's like five or six friends, teachers or students from a studio that's like, let's let's go there. Let's come together Mm -hmm. to Yoga Fort and, and, and share this experience. Cause I think that'd be a fun way to do it.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a great way, to, you know, if, if, all the, if all the teachers from all over Boise are somehow involved, you know, then everyone gets a taste of what's going on. Because as you said, there's so many different types of yoga mm-hmm. and so many different types of studios. It's an opportunity to figure out what gels with them, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that that would be really cool, too.
2: Yeah, I... Rissa's got this vision, and I love it. Like your pod coming in, and you're like from your yoga studio. You're like Sage Yoga Studio. You have the same colors and like cool. Yeah, outfits. you're like the pink ladies or something. Like, yeah, yes. come in, and you got your thing and your theme, and every day, mean you're like outfit changes a little bit. <laughs> matching
1: outfits brings me so much delight <laughs> oh in every single gosh. way, shape, or form. We have several matching <laughs> outfits. <laughs> it's great.
2: You're like the solid gold dancers.
1: <sighs> we have we have gold outfits. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right.
2: Um. And the other thing I was going to just kind of bring up in that same vein, thinking about other teachers, um, both in, instructing on the stage of Yoga Fort and this really beautiful mixing of all the practitioners in town, as well as we're bringing a woman named Micheline Barry in this year that is also an incredible sage. She was one of, she was featured in a really early Yoga Fort. Did she come for two years or just one she year? She
1: came for Yoga Fort number two at the Rose Room. With yes. her partner, Joey, who's a musician. It was just the one time? It was just the one time. <sighs> Incredible. She's one of the best yoga teachers I've ever had in my entire life. She's definitely a teacher of mine, for sure. And many of us locally. Debbie Murphy in McCall, who has Shanti Yoga School, she introduced me to Micheline. And she's come to Shanti many, many times. So Debbie and her studio are helping us bring Micheline back, which we're really grateful for. And Micheline will be here for... The whole weekend, but we're also for the very first time planning a like pre-yoga for mm-hmm. class, yeah, on Thursday with Micheline. Oh, cool! And would something like that be in jump two? Or I, it's not going to be because the space won't be ready yet. Gotcha. It'll be pr- it'll be at another venue downtown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Who else is? coming this might actually
0: air after it happens but still i'd love to know do you, you said i think you said you have submissions open until january, Fifth? january 5th mm-hmm. Fifth. yeah
1: but so we we have some the first few years we didn't use a submission process we've only been doing that i would say the past three or four i'd say four and so we do it similar to how the artist committee does where the for the artist committee band submit and then we look through and figure out what works well with the lineup and then so here with yoga fort all the submissions come in and then we have a committee too, a yoga fort committee that helps celeste and i create the schedule of um the classes so sometimes it's not necessarily like well sometimes you we have to make choices based on what works like we need this type of class here who wants to teach this type of class that's submitted I mean, fill them in that way and then making sure that they can play or teach with live music
2: yeah that pairing is super um well it's integral like marissa said to our mission of yoga fort the really mindful pairing of movement and music and it's the collaboration that happens it's so awesome sometimes the instructors may know who they're working with sometimes they may literally be meeting them that day and maybe have exchanged like some emails like to get some idea of like vibe or tone or whatever of their class Mm -hmm. and it's so wonderful because you can like feel that alchemy of connection even if it's just like a first connection or like looks like these two have known each other for years and been working together like you feel that as a participant i think it's another really wonderful sort of Experience sharing, we're all in the same experience. We're all trying something new. Mm-hmm. We're all just endeavoring to play and have a good time and to interact with each other. I kind of um, I feel so alive when I'm in movement experiences where I feel like whoever has curated the experience is really in it with me. You know, like we're in it together. That's not like a top down. I know something and I have to impart it on you and you have to follow something that I'm an expert on. I really don't think Yoga Fort feels that way in many ways, even though some of these instructors, like Micheline, it's some of the most experienced, incredible classes of my life have been with Micheline. I just had one recently this summer at a festival that Marissa and I both teach at called Udaya. And it's just, you can have Micheline up there, and she'll be working with musicians, but you feel in it with her. Mm. Even though she's, you know, such a well, like such... A well-known teacher and such is just so good at it you know mm-hmm. it's one of her she's where she shines it's definitely like her dharma so i like i kind of offer that too as like if there's any trepidation of i would need to know something before i come you don't really no. you really don't it's it's a such a soft place to land and like our mantra for 2020 i'm sticking to it is we're really glad you're here mm. like we see you and we're really glad you're here every mm-hmm. single person that walks through that through the door in whatever capacity oh that's lovely
1: yeah you're reminding me when you were talking i was thinking of the musicians and the pairings one of the also super fun things about yoga fort is the local teachers that we've had many of them getting to partner with these musicians that we've brought in and it being such a highlight for mm. those teachers like i remember mm-hmm. shannon from yoga in the hood yoga in the hood, really love Masood Ali Khan and she's like is there any possible way that he could play for my class I'm like absolutely you got Mm. it and we made that happen for her it was like a dream come true same with Michaela from Move and she had Rob Ricardo play for her class was like a musician that she loved for so long like she plays
2: his stuff all the time in her classes like we all have this like I've played Soul Rising for years I've played East Forest for years you know we're playing these musicians um Christopher Willits Like we've played these and they're like, oh my gosh. Or Emily Wells, Emily Wells was my biggest like fan moment. I was like, (laughs) I can't handle it. (laughs) Emily Wells is here, she said she would play for the class. She's here, I'm gonna get a photo with her. Like just that moment of that that deep connection. Like, wow, we're like friends now. I mean, these are our, these are many of these people are very close friends now. Sheila Brighi, absolutely like really close personal friend. Um, and it feels so good to have that all harmonized. Oh, you know? yeah, and you know the audience is—I shouldn't say audience, but it, they are in a
0: way. Yeah. The, the participating audience is totally. Yeah, the students are are completely gelling with that too. Yeah, they recognize that love and that excitement and that mm-hmm. that the the radiation of of just being in the moment with the. You know, I can't imagine what that would be like to have like a music, someone you love musically yeah. accompanying you oh, as totally. you're doing one of the things you love to do. It's like, it must just be a trip. Yeah. Like, I would love to have like Yo-Yo Ma play while, I, <laughs> while I'm writing in my yes. journal, you know, <laughs> yes. writing a right? short story. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So to give
1: that has been a delight for us to give that to teachers oh, I and bet. to make those pairings happen. But
0: speaking of since this is the story for it podcast do you have any recommendations about books or is that does that deviate too much from what we're talking
1: about i don't think yoga so. books yeah, i like mean yoga books any spiri- yoga spiritual books, books. Yeah. one of my favorite things to do i love reading and i have lots of way too many books let's just say though <laughs> i'm just marie Kondoed my books which oh, felt amazing good for you <laughs> i just transitioned them from my house to the yoga studio though but I love to go to Powell's bookstore in Portland and I go to the yoga spirituality section and I love finding like the old little like Indian pamphlet books from weird teachers that you don't know who they are. That's one of my favorite things <laughs> to do. So I can't necessarily recommend that. Right. But the, the literature out there on yoga mm. is like just super deep. And so I tend to veer towards those older teachers, but there are a lot of great, Um, Westernized American teachers too That have so many books out there Well there's some of the like You know the ones I
2: read in yoga school Like
1: Autobiography of a Yogi Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Mm -hmm. Yogananda That's a classic And then Mm -hmm. there's like um, what's coming to mind Is Beyond Yoga by Ganga White Mm -hmm. Which is a good book that explains Like what yoga is Mm -hmm. From like a Western more integrated Perspective and i have a yoga book i was i was hoping you were to do say you that. have a yoga yeah, book it's really good rad tell me of this yoga book it's called vinyasa yoga made simple 27 days to self discovery and so it's a yoga practice book where it's large landscape format spiral bound so you can lay it open the intention is it's 1 through 27 days right and it's 15 to 20 minutes um, sequence each day that builds slowly. And the hope is that for somebody who doesn't know anything about yoga, they could get this book and it'd be simple enough for them to feel like, okay, I can do this and it's not too long and I got it. It's not heavy on like alignment because I didn't want people to get too discouraged, let's say. And then slowly builds to the experience of I can be on my mat and move on my own and I know how to listen to and trust my body. Mm-hmm. And then after each day's posture practice there's a thought for the day that just talks about something about yoga so it's like a page or two that's like i'm going to briefly break down this aspect of yoga so you're building in your knowledge base of what the heck you're doing too Mm -hmm. and then there's 28 videos that accompany it also oh cool that come with the book great so where can that be purchased well, I have them in my basement. <laughs> uh, you can get them at Sage Yoga you Wellness. You can get them okay. the studio. They, they were put out through Udaya, which Celeste mentioned, the Udaya Festival. Udaya, U-D-A-Y-A, Udaya.com. It's an online streaming platform for yoga classes. So my classes on there are on there. And then they put the book out for me, too. And I think you can still buy the book through that website also. But if you can't find it, let me know, and I can get you a book for sure, because I okay. have them here in town.
0: Maybe that's what I need to ease back on in. I'll yeah. Just get well, your it's,
1: it's for people too that are like really intimidated about going to a studio. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know anything. So, mm-hmm. this will at least like give you the feeling.
0: There's of also it. the temptation to just throw myself back into it because it's not like I don't know what I'm doing. It's not like my body doesn't know what it's doing. You know, yeah. there's just, I think sometimes, you know, in this life, there's just a hesitancy to do the things that are good for us. I yeah, don't know I why. Think
2: seasons too mm. to at least for me, my relationship with my body, like it's great when it matches the natural seasons, you know, like our four seasons, but I think there's also just like seasons of activity. I've recently been thinking about that too. And I think, I mean, I've reflected on this with Marissa before. Yoga has, and dance, we can put it there, has come in and out of my life. And, you know, I've heard you talk about it, coming in and out of life. You'll have like, you're always, it's always there at some level, especially with Marissa. I mean, it's like her, like heart and soul. She's such an incredible teacher and guide. But, you know, sometimes you're waking up and meditating every morning for days and days on end. And then some days you haven't touched a mat in three weeks. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes those are longer spells. And Mm -hmm. they're just kind of like a season
1: of, I don't know, what's going on with you that you can move in (laughs) and move out. I don't know. I'm just kind of laughing because I'm remembering, like, I have this experience with yoga students who come in. They're like, it's almost like Catholic confession. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's been six months yeah. since my last yoga class. <laughs> right? Cross. Totally. Oh, and my goodness. I'm like, you guys, you don't have to say that. Yeah. We are living our lives, and they're so huge, and they're so full. And in the Indian um, framework, we're in this phase of householder where it's like family, community, job out there in the world, and doing the inner work isn't necessarily what we're designed to be doing right now. It's so outward focused. So I look at it like any amount that you can do bonus greats and then later on when you're done with job family community all that stuff you'll have more time so mm-hmm. we just get it in now when we can and if you can great if you're not enlightened by now that's okay <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. I'm sure <laughs> any of us is gonna get there in this lifetime that take that takes a while and it's true I had a teacher once tell me that it's not just the yoga pr- like the yeah. traditional mm. yoga practice that is your yoga yeah. you know it could be mothering your children totally. it could be you know what you're having to focus on in your job yes you know uh, f- any kind of family Family matters and or health matters for that matter you know that becomes your yoga your dharma which you have to focus on Mm -hmm. um, and you embrace that fully and and then um, you know try not to beat yourself up too much Mm -hmm. until you make it back to the mat yeah but when you get
1: back to your mat boy does it feel good yeah and everything clicks on like oh yeah Oh yeah,
2: right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> I like to tell, um, you know, because I'll get the like funny confession too in my classes. Like I haven't been so long, and oh, I'm not gonna know anything or whatever. And I'm like, just get it in when you can fit it in. Mm-hmm. It's always here. It is always there. Your yeah. body is always there for you, and there's endless mm-hmm. opportunities. And it's not like a well that's gonna run dry right. you just get it in with and you those seeds it in. get
0: planted, those seeds get planted and you carry what you're learning with you, mm-hmm. as I said, and learn it in different, you know, use it, utilize it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's why I've been really thankful for a meditation practice because that, you know, I get a lot of mindfulness work from, from uh, the asana too, but it's really when I'm sitting on my cushion, you know, and come back to the breath and, and the more I do that, the more I recognize it throughout any kind of stressful period in my day you know, when you're at the grocery store and someone's, you know, some child is screaming behind you, or, you yeah. know, and you feel you feel that little rush, you know, of being, you know, your shenpa hooking you or whatever. And you and you, you know, you're able to go, whoa, I'm hooked right there. I, yeah. need, I need to stop and I need to take a breath. Yeah. And the more you practice that, it becomes almost instantaneous, which is like miraculous mm-hmm. to me, you know.
2: Yeah, that self awakening. Yeah, I'm going to take it back there. It's been such a gift to. To have that and then like you know you know, you mentioned there's so much yoga. I mean the word yoga is yoga is yoke to bring together, you know. We've all talked about it. Union. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit, breath, soul, God, all of it. <laughs> the good it's stuff. Am- yeah, it's amazing. But I think that you it's really changed me because a lot of my yoga right now is working with teenagers. I mean, Oh, how um, wonderful though. My, I want to hear about that. Well, I'm just <laughs> going to say it briefly, but like my, you know, my real job, I'm using air quotes right now. It really <laughs> is my real job. And I love it very much as I am the co-director of a uh, student led private school, a free private school in town called One Stone. And so the reality of my day is students between the ages of oh, 14 to 18 for all day long sometimes into the evening and 12 um, hours yeah Mm. like we build really very real relationships with them and watching them meander through their passion purpose finding and me helping be a guide in multiple ways that I can like that is a big part of my yoga and then noticing like where we are as a culture as the times that we're in right now how important it is to acknowledge when there is stress and people need rest Like these teens, the yoga that I use for them that looks anything like an asana is let's do like two poses, lay on your back, and we're going to do a guided meditation or a yoga nidra. And they just, it's like um, they fall into a puddle of relaxation and bliss. There's very little hesitation for it ever i've used um the sage yoga studio marissa's daughter is actually a student at one stone so i'm using that social capital in multiple ways but i brought the students <laughs> I love over it when the one stone <laughs> kids come there i love it's that so teenagers
1: amazing. when they come to the studio oh. and we're talking about spirituality yeah mm-hmm. it lights me up i'm yeah. like let's get into this you guys so yeah. cool
0: Well, I think so many kids are like that, you know, we're plugged into our devices. We're not necessarily looking at each other or looking within. So to have an opportunity, especially as a kid, especially in high school, with all the stressors out there, to be able to come into yourself. Yeah. And
1: book-wise, it's making me think, and I tell this to the teens, the book that I read when Mm -hmm. I was 15 was The Way of the Peaceful Warrior Mm -hmm. by Dan Millman. It's a little short novel that is a perfect gateway into what is spirituality what's beyond this the form material world mm-hmm. i would recommend that one highly i've given it away many times the other top book would be the four agreements yeah. by don miguel ruiz i have never read that girl oh, and i know people <laughs> I, it's been recommended sure, to me you read i it need it in, just an hour. right just <laughs> Okay, the, four the top agreements. three <laughs> books we just said two of them the other one is be here now by ramdas yeah those are the classics if you wanna if you want to handle hold on what self awakening practice is, what you're waking up to, what are you waking up to and how do you do it and why, it will be in those books. Cool. So we just
0: have a few minutes left. I'd like to take that moment then what how did you awaken to your, your practices? <laughs> be it be it dance, be it yoga, like speak to what what were the moments or um, Yeah, what was the the spark of awakening in you?
2: Marissa's my yoga teacher. She's my first yoga teacher. (laughs) Really? Yeah, she is. I took some yoga in college, but it doesn't count. I didn't really know what I was doing. But I moved (laughs) back from Boise from living abroad, and she made her way into my... We met at a potluck, a random friend's potluck. We met at a
1: solstice potluck in 2010.
2: Oh, my gosh. And then she made her way to my dance class, and then I made my way into her yoga classes, and it just added another level and dimension to my relationship with movement that I'd never... Experience and then I wanted to move light as a fake yoga teacher. Marissa said, You can't do it. You got to go to yoga school. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. Stop teaching fake yoga. And you're not going to teach <laughs> fake yoga in my school. But you could use to know, do it without, yeah. without, yes. and there's no pretension yeah. around that. This yeah, yeah. is a joke, but I didn't it really was. Say that. She, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it really is like invest in this. You're going to find so many nooks and crannies of self that you didn't know So were maybe there. you
1: doing your yoga teacher training was a big aha moment Huge for you aha. of like, oh, here are all the things. Yeah. Here's what, uh, like a glimpse of what else is there. Yeah. My, we, sh- like she said, we went to the same yoga school. Mine definitely also gave me that too. And it, then it's been a lifelong practice since then. But how the, f- I won't give you the long version of the story, but the short version of the story is I took psychedelics when I was a young teenager. And that broke me open in many many ways and so then it was a path a self-form path of trying to integrate and figure out what that was Mm, yeah that makes a lot of sense
0: I had a similar experience, except it wasn't like a positive psychedelic no, experience mine wasn't as was young either. kid. Oh, really? Yeah, it was very not Oh, my positive. gosh. Mine wasn't either. <laughs> I was like in my mother's lap all night crying. and, and I and, wish my and, mom had been there. Oh, oh I was, was that so great. Your mom was there for oh, you. Oh, yeah. She, if she ever listens to this, she'll be like, I can't believe you're talking about yeah. this. But yeah, it was. It, I, it actually was very positive because I curled up into a little ball and, and held onto her thumb, and I could feel her heartbeat in her mm-hmm. thumb. And so I imagined that I was back in the womb. You know, And that's the only thing that got me through the night but uh-huh. that's interesting because I never really thought about how maybe being the yogic path if you want to call it that was a way to kind of navigate what had been burst open you yes. know a way to reconcile like yeah. what had happened I never thought about it that way I really appreciate you saying that
1: yeah for me it was absolutely that it was a, it was a need I needed to figure it out and put myself back together because it wasn't positive at all either
0: wow wow
1: so I think how long we've we been talking we're about there
0: we're about there was there anything else that you wanted to say about the awesomeness of yoga fort
2: or oh, just the other part that i think we didn't talk much and, marissa and i we marissa has a podcast as well yes I've yes yes I actually yet. i'm so Gotta sorry that's it. right here it says yes. marissa
0: tell me about your podcast i'm so sorry
2: I, it's so right there you should end telling about your podcast but the one thing i was going to say that's a beautiful awakening story of yoga fort too is just marissa and i's friendship and collaboration i've never worked with somebody like this we share an email we do everything we side by side email. that's a weird thing i you know, <laughs> share emails with like people. sharing a toothbrush it is it kind of, it's though, pretty trusting right? like, yeah the yoga for email we share we have our own other emails <laughs> but like that is really been such a like learning and a like learning gift of my life this full collaborative partnership With Marissa doing things that we love, both with like such heartfelt intention on play and healing and community. So that's kind of just like another element I wanted to like pay some credence to in the Yoga Fort story that it's, you know, bred out of this deep friendship and how you can use that friendship to. To drive something that's
1: bigger than just us, and yeah. we didn't know we were getting into oh, when no. we started it. We made so many mistakes, in, <laughs> and but so many successes too. Yeah. And what comes, and I feel like I just want to say thank you to Tree Fort for mm, yeah. allowing us to do it and believing in us and giving us the resources and support in so many ways through all these years. It's been incredible, and. We wouldn't be able to do without them. Oh And no. I feel like there's been so much positivity from it, and it just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And I love it. I'm so 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 grateful. Yeah, we are too. It's been a wonderful experience being part of part of Tree Fort under the umbrella of
0: Tree Fort. Yeah. So you are listening to the Story Fort Podcast. We've been lucky enough to talk to Celeste Bolin and Marissa Wepner the last hour about Yoga Fort, and um, thank you for being here thank you to eavesdrop studios yes for giving us the space for this platform and And listen to marissa's podcast love service wisdom
1: love service wisdom and where can that be found that's on itunes and spotify you can find it marissa rada Webner, love service wisdom awesome
0: her book's good too the
1: rada the
0: yoga book Mm, yeah mm -hmm. i've read that
2: Oh, and the Radiant Sutras. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one another too. one. The Radiant we Sutras. We could talk. We could have have another
1: podcast just mm-hmm. about yoga books.
2: We could just uh, have a podcast on the Radiant Sutras.
1: Yeah. Good. I'm reading
2: one called The Great
0: Work of Your Life by St- Stephen Cope, mm. who's from, is it Kripalu? Is that how you say it? Kripalu.
1: Kripalu.
0: Thank you, See, i <laughs> I'm a reader. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at Tree Fort. Thank you for having us. Tomorrow never
1: came.